ex-wife. Hey. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. In just one week, we'll be talking DFS, and I know we can't wait to do that. But right now, my friends, Willie Walls and the Swami Odell Blocker, we're going to do an AFC West and NFC West preview. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. You're ready, Doc. Let's do it. All right. AFC West. Kansas City Chiefs, are they making another Super Bowl appearance? Are you playing them all over the place? But I will say this. I don't know if you guys read this. They basically said Rasheed Rice and Justin Ross will only be in certain packages. Tony plays, Valdez Scantling plays. Are we worried a little bit about what's going on there, Willie, or do you just want to play everybody? Oh, hell no, I ain't playing everybody. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I, I, I will say this. I, I'm going to explain how good that Mr. Patrick Mahomes is. How good this guy is. Never seen this before in my life. Number one against the blitz. Number one against no blitz. He's number one. Um, number one, you know, on early downs. Number one on third down. Number one inside the pocket, outside the pocket. Number one after uh, positive plays, after negative plays. The Chiefs were more efficient against top 10 teams than they were in the regular teams. You know, listen, that's a bad man. You let go Tyreek Hill, and you could be and you become even more efficient. Okay. Now, let me explain this. I will only be Kelsey. I'm not see, I'm not, I don't draft, I don't draft a tight end early. So I know Kelsey, the baddest man in town, he'll be turning 34. He might drop off just a little bit. We don't know, but he's still a bad man, you know. But I, for me, I don't take tight ends early, so I won't be having Kelsey. But, you know, anybody want to draft Kelsey, he's a great play. I mean, I mean, he was ridiculous last year for his stats. Having over 12 TDs, I mean, it's – I mean, 12 TDs, 152 targets, 110 catches. I mean, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. And the guy that I have interest in, though, I do have interest in one. It wasn't Rice, Mr. Sky Moore. That's the guy that's going to break out for the Chiefs this year. And hopefully, you know, you can get him in the ninth or tenth round, something like that. And sometimes he might go earlier, depending on how aggressive somebody is. But Sky Moore is the guy that's going to be playing on every down, and he looks good. It hasn't showed a lot in the preseason because they, but the only thing about Mahomes, and that's what scares me about him, man, this dude is, is a spreader. You get two balls. You get two balls. You get three balls. I get you get the only target, but you get a touchdown. You follow what I'm saying? So the only consistent people on there, I mean, the only consistent person in that receiver position is Mr. Kelsey. Okay, he's just the man. But I mean, as a quarterback, Patrick Mahomes is just best quarterback in the game. Period. Those stats told you he's the best quarterback in the game. Swami, I want to get to a question there that Willie brought up. He says he doesn't take tight ends early, and I'm okay with that because I don't either. But let's just talk DFS for a quick sec. Are you in on a Travis Kelsey? Will you pay up for tight ends in DFS? Or do you just not pay up whether it's in seasonal or in DFS? Are you like Willie and you'll wait on tight end? I think it's season long. Um, 
I think Willie's right as far as, you know, you can get your tight end a little bit later. You don't have to necessarily, you know, jump out the window and grab Kelsey in the second or third round. Or somebody. No, they grabbed him in the first. <laughs> first is really a stretch, but I think second or third round probably makes more sense than first round. And that's only because, um, again, as much as I like Mr. Kelsey, and Mr. Kelsey is the truth, it's no question. I don't think he's fallen off at this point. He's a couple of years away from um, anything that might resemble falling off, and I still don't think I would take him that high. Now, as far as, you know, DFS, um, it's been shown that, you know, that, that, that going after the guys who can take down tournaments is probably, you know, your best bet. Um, you know, when you try to punt at tight end, you likely, you know, not going to have the, the, the same type of upside that you will with some of the top guys. So, All right. Any Chiefs that you'd like this year, Swami, before we go on to the next team? Um, I, th- I think it's just I think it's just Mr. Mahomes at this point. They got too many people involved in the backfield, right? From from my taste, right? You know, when Clyde Edwards a leg goes from one to three, you know, the only one I feel like you you really um, you know want to be interested in at this point is McKinnon, and that's because of that out of the backfield kind of stuff. And if if he has that breakout game or that game where he gets you know. 10 targets or something like that, then you, you know, you know, he can go nuts, but everybody else, you just don't know if it's going to be, you know, you know, Valdez Scantlin, if it's going to be Sky Moore, you know, Herman Moore. What about Pacheco, what about Pacheco guys? Do you like Pacheco? I just, no, it's a three-headed monster. Yeah, he's the main guy, but it's a three-headed monster. Do we, do we expect for him to get the, the backfield to himself? I don't. I think he might start the games and he might still lead the running backs who, who all might have something like, you know, eight eight carries to three carries and three carries. I, I don't know what that's going to do as far as taking something down. And then you got, you know, Tony and and, and then this, this Rice guy. So I, you just, after Mahomes, if you're talking DFS, you pick the guy you think got their best matchup that week. Um, and you and you might throw in Mr. Kelsey, and you just let it rip. But I just don't, I just don't know if we know who else is going to kind of be that that other person that, in this offense. Hey, hey, Doc, I will say one thing: one person not to play is Tony. That bastard can't stay out the tub. He's a tub baby. But when he hey, plays, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When really. When? When, when? Yeah, but he's really good, not just good, like really off the charts, twitchy, quick, touchdown good, two touchdown good. And okay. I'm going to say something crazy, Doc. They better figure out this Jones situation. Yes. Because a couple well, that of might be good for the took some steps forward. I know we ain't get there yet, but they better figure some stuff out. They Their division has at least taken a step closer to them. Well, let me just say this before we move on. I don't know if you guys watch a ton of college football. I do. Rasheed Rice is real deal. He was a star at SMU. Maybe he doesn't start out the year as the starting wide receiver. He may finish up the year. Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice as your main two guys. And Tony, when he's out of the tub, he plays. And when not, he doesn't. So let's see. All right, a team I really like, guys. Really like. Los Angeles Chargers. 
Kellen Moore leaves Dallas. He becomes the offensive coordinator. Justin Herbert's going to throw the ball deep. You got Keenan Allen, who's 100 years old, but he's still pretty darn good. Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston, Austin Eckler. Willie, talk to me about the Chargers because I'm in, my friend. I'm in. Yeah. I'm Now, there's certain people I, I'm in on Eckler, of course. Now, listen, this is what I like about what they did. First of all, Lombardi or whoever that rascal was last year. I forgot who the, who the, who the, who the guy well, was. Lombardi. Stunk. I mean, he he he. They they played mostly in twelve personnel with the two tight ends. In this offense, Kelvin Moore, he he, he they're going to be playing most of their offense out of eleven personnel. It's going to be three receivers on the field, so it's going to be open up. Okay, and this year, instead of them going, you know, the little shorter shorter routes, they were throwing a lot of little dinks and dunks. They're going to be going diagonal, and that's why they got that Quentin Johnson to you know open things up because we know Mister. Mike Williams is going to miss some time, you know, because of being injured. And so will Mr. Keenan turning 31 Allen. You know, it's going to miss some time. He's going to pull a hamstring, sprain an ankle. Easy. I'm on a lot of teams. Easy. You know, Easy. Yeah. Okay. I understand. But you know the deal. He's a tough man, too. So, but the point being is the guy that's going to be that I'm trying to target in a, in, in, you know, trying to get him in a fifth, if I can sneak him in a fifth has been Mr. Herbert. Mr. Herbert will come alive this year. He will break out. I, I, I'm predicting 40, 40 to 42 touchdowns this year with this dude this year. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be slinging the ball a lot. I, I, I love the way he looks. I think he's going to be poised, poised for a huge year. And, you know, I think they got a lot of targets and I think they're going to be, you know, and, and that's the thing. That's why I'm, I'm not on San Diego's receivers. I know Mike Williams is great. I mean, I, they're more DFS targets for me instead of, um, you know, season long because I don't know what I'm what I'm going to get. You know, it's going to be a certain year where you might be see two receivers down there. Say, oh yeah, he's going to get the ball. But I'm just telling you, Mr. Herbert will be. I, I love him in season long, and I'm gonna love him in DFS this year because the Chargers are a coming, and I'm telling you, it's going to be between the, the Chargers and Chiefs. And the Chiefs better be ready because I think I think um, they got some some stuff for it. I, and, I, and what and what people don't understand in the in the biggest difference that's going to happen this year in the red zone. Dallas was the number one team in the red zone. Okay, with Kelvin Moore, and that's the difference he's going to make with this offense. They're going to be very diverse, doing different things, using the tight ends, Everett, you know, using different things, you know, to um, pull these people out. So you're going to see a huge difference in this offense with Kelvin Moore. And the guy from Dallas is an idiot for letting this rascal go anywhere. I got nothing. I digress. Go ahead, Swami. It's all yours. Kellen Moore didn't even leave the state of Texas when the Chargers offered him a job. Okay? Talk to me about the Chargers. What do you like about them? Can Brandon Staley, who's been a really bad head coach, Swami, I mean, he made some really bonehead moves. Can he get out of the team's way? I think first, Doc, we got to welcome Tyrone to the call. Tyrone, for folks out there in TV land, is the other side of Willie's neck. I've talked to Willie about this for quite a bit, Doc, as he continues to talk about Justin Herbert as if he's some project. Mr. Herbert is here. Mr. Herbert is the real deal. He's not some guy you're rolling the dice on and trying to figure out what he can do. He's missed the 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. He's done that. He's not some guy who's going to have a breakout. It's not the Chargers offense that you're worried about. Can they keep Mr. Bosa, Khalil Mack, 
can they keep, can Asante Samuel Jr., can these guys slow down, create some turnovers, and, and, and back this offense up is the question. This offense isn't in question. And yes, Mr. Eckler's the real deal. I absolutely love Mr. Johnston. And oh, by the way, Willie, whether you like to think so or not, I know you call it 12 personnel, but they got them big boys out there. They just look like a bunch of big tight ends any doggone way. So guess what? Now they just have a couple of more chances to go downfield, but this offense is not. It has not ever been this 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 project. Oh, we got to wait and see. Oh, the offense isn't very good. They've been good. They've been great. The defense needs to catch up, and this team has to win some games on the other side of the ball, and maybe, maybe, maybe they'll be able to make a move in the playoffs this year. Sir, first of all, Herbert has never threw for 5,000 yards. Okay, let's get that straight. Never, ever. 2021, he threw for 5,014. 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, with 97.7 QB rate. Get it right. What did he do? What did he do? What, what did he do last year? 4,700 yards, 25 touchdowns with a 93.2 quarterback rating. Tyrone, get put with with stakes, No, 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 no. He was awful last year. Awful. No, 4,725 is not awful. Excuse me. How many touchdowns, no, sir. sir? 25. Can I ask a question? How many games? Did Joey Bosa play last year? Now, now that's what matters. 16. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that defense. Oh, no, that's the other ball. Bosa. That defense has to play ball. It don't play but, this offense. But, 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 no, no. no the point I'm making with Herbert, Herbert had an awful year last year. He did. No, For his standards. He, he had 25. How many games? Because of Lombardi. How right, many right. games? How many games did Derwin James play last year? Exactly. How many games did Asante say? Well, he played a full season. J.C. Jackson, if you remember, they brought him over from the Patriots, was injured. Bosa played five games. James always is out three or four games. The problem is Herbert looked terrible last year, mainly because they were dinking and dunking, like you said. The Lombardi offense was awful. He threw the ball three yards. They never threw it down the field. But Brandon Staley is a defensive coordinator by nature. He was the defensive coordinator for the Rams, and the defense has played like crap. Yes. And Bosa missed the whole, pretty much the whole season. If you don't have Bosa, you got nothing. It, nothing. Well, I like it for DFS. <laughs> you know, that means they yeah. can report the ball. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't mean I don't mean no harm because I'm, I'm gonna have a lot of her, you know, Herbert. So I, I love it for DFS. I agree. I agree. I agree. Be a Look, great play. Herbert was not it was good last year, and if you look at the numbers, you'll say they're good. But the numbers were not. A, he didn't no. look. If you watch the games, he didn't he play didn't. as well as the numbers matched up. Agreed. Well, but 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 I will say this: he was hurt. He was hurt all last year. I mean, okay. you know, I mean that rib man. When you got that rib thing, you're dealing with okay. man. Then he dealt with the shoulder. So, I mean, that's why I say, listen, I'm not saying he's not a great, but what I'm saying is it's a breakout compared to last year. So some people are kind of still leery the way he looked. But I, listen, I'm all in on Herbert this year. Love him. That's my whole point is I think he's going to get over 40 touchdowns this year. I'm looking for that. And I'm looking for him to have his best year ever this year because the chains, he, uh, he is unchained this year. Okay. Unchained. All right, let's talk about 
a team that shocked us from week one last year. Shocked us in a way that actually nauseated us. And you know who I'm talking about, the Denver Broncos, who were bad from week one. Week one, fellas, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, Russell Wilson was heinous. The whole team, Javante Williams was hurt by week two. It just didn't get better. You have Jerry Judy, who is hurt, but Sean Payton is there. The dude knows how to coach. Dude knows how to call plays. Swami will Russ cook this year. Not just no doc, but hell no. They just don't have enough going on right now. Look at the division, right? They're going to have an uphill battle just to finish above. They get sniffed 500. It's just not looking good. He's going to need to come in, have an opportunity to develop his team. Uh, right now, you know, they, they dealing with injuries. They, they, they hadn't, you know, made enough moves yet. They're in trouble. I do like the uh, Marvin Mims. You know, I think he's going to come in and be and bring some excitement to that offense, especially with, 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 with him with Judy and Sutton is different than now him having to come in and step up. And I, I, I just you, you want to believe in Peyton. You want to believe in Wilson, right? They've done it. We know these guys. We know who they are. We know what they're capable of. But this Denver team right now, I just looks like more of the same. D-O-O-D-O-O. Willie, are they doo-doo? They, but I think they're gonna be a little. They're gonna be better this year. I think. I mean, Russ. Listen, Russ stunk last year. Sixteen TV, sixteen TDs, sixteen. I mean, I mean, got sacked fifty-five times. <laughs> I, you know, I, but let me say this. Not this is why I think they're gonna be better. They're gonna have a scheme this year, unlike. Right. They had the worst co- that that coach stunk. Okay, stunk. he stunk. Now, the way he used Devontae Williams last year was a, a abysmal. The play calling was abysmal. I mean, it was all in that first game that you saw when they when they they should have run the ball down. They doing some. They did some. They had some of the dumbest calls. Dumbest you know, Javante had eleven receptions week one. Do you remember that he had eleven receptions? Yeah. Russ likes to duck. Now that's. You know, this is this is my other point. DFS wise, I think they're going to be better. I'm telling you, what I mean is, I think Javante Williams because I'm trying to get him in the sixth, seventh round, sixth round, and you know, and Russ does like to dump the ball off. And you talking about like, you know, if you could get ten dumps, you know, you know, DFS wise, you know, that that means some. I, I I think I'm very interested in Javante Williams, but remember. It always takes two years to, to fully recover, so that could be a smokescreen. But I think he's worth the shot for where he's going now. I think Mims in week one for DFS is a little interesting, Rascal. You know, real cheap. I think he's just minimum price. You know, so I think you know he's got talent. You know, so I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. But uh, but, but but for me to play Russ, and remember that defense was one of the best in the first fifteen weeks and two. They just got tied. Russ broke his, their back, and then they, the injuries took up, and then they were just off for the last two weeks. But that defense is really pretty is really pretty good. Yeah, Patrick Sutan is really good. I mean, one of my big questions is I think they can get out of the Russell Wilson contract at the end of this year, and if Sean Payton somewhere in the middle realizes, I don't like this guy, he's out. 
So we'll have to see. And I don't think Peyton plays around Swami. But I don't think I don't think Russ will be the worst part, right? I think they've already started to see the injuries. Um, Walls hit it on the head. We still got to see, you know, Williams out of the tub and play more than X number of games. But I do like Sertan and the guy they just brought in that third round of Riley Moss on the other side of Sertan, a quarterback out of Iowa. I think he's going to be really good. So the defense, I think, is okay. And I think they will be able to make some plays, but I think they're going to be playing from behind. And I think Russ might even have better numbers, but it's not because they're they even got a shot at winning this division. So yeah. and they're gonna and they're gonna protect him more. You know, I guarantee you it, he won't be left out on a hanger like he was last year. Cause they were just I mean 55 times, sir. And he got PTSD, you know, you know, playing football last year, you know, playing for them, man. It was just it, it was just so hard to watch that team play. You know, right, it's gonna be stuck. Let's talk or, about the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders to me have two guys, maybe three, maybe. You got Josh Jacobs, you got Devontae Adams, and if you could stomach it, Jacoby Myers is there. Really, Hunter Renfro is falling off the wayside. I mean, yes, you got this Michael Mayer kid. He's a rookie. You got Austin Hooper, but I'm not feeling it. Are the is the Raiders defense good enough to keep them in games? Are you guys still drafting Josh Jacobs? Do you like Devontae Adams? Willie, what's your thoughts on the Raiders? Is there any any love for you there? Well, we I mean we know you know Adams had over fifteen hundred yards receiving. They had four t- fourteen touchdowns, which was was amazing. Um, and then we know, man, you know Jacobs had an amazing year last year over sixteen hundred yards rushing, and he was just listen. And, and to me, he's still an anchor because that offense line is is, is 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 pretty good. But the thing is, is Jimmy G. I don't know if Jimmy G's style is going to match what they need. Okay, so understand what I'm, t- I'm talking about. Jimmy G is more of an intermediate type thrower. Okay, he's more of an intermediate type guy. You know, Javante. I mean, you know, I mean, Adams got a lot, a lot of deep stuff last year. You know, so I, 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 I huh? throws deep. That's that, yeah, that's his. That's his thing. He throws the ball deep. So, man, but let me tell you something. One of the worst ones throwing the ball deep is who? Jimmy G. Jimmy G stinks throwing that ball deep. So I don't know if his skill set is right for this offense that's coming in here, you know, for me. So, I mean, Jacobs, yes. Listen, if I could get here. See, sometimes people taking Jacobs in the first. I hell no, I ain't taking him in the first round. I would take him in the second round. He's one of those anchor backs because he's going to get the ball. Because you know what? They don't give a damn about Jacob. They say, you know what? We're going to run you to the damn ground to the, to the wheels come off because that's how we feel. Because guess what? So next year, because he had 300 and something touches last year. That's a lot. Because a lot of times when you have that many touches, the next year you, you – you, the only one that I see he's not doing is Henry. When Henry just uh, – he's just uh, – man, Henry is just a, a machine. But Jacobs is an anchor for me. The one I don't trust as much, even though he's a great player, is Devontae Adams. You know, because I question Jimmy G. It's not Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is the man. I mean, he could be in the phone booth and get open. You understand what I'm saying? But it's the guy that's delivering the ball to him who I'm, man, I I am not feeling because his inaccuracy is a problem. 
And, you know, and I, I don't know, man. So the Raiders, they, they talented. The defense is pretty good. Crosby, over 36 quarterback hits. You know, he's a, he's a man. The defense is decent, but their defense is still kind of on the assy side. So they're still going to give up points. But can Jimmy G do that? And I like this guy, Bell. Um, you know, uh, no, 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 that's San Francisco. I'm talking, I, I, I'm jumping one, one play. Oh, yeah, you're on, you're, you're on the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm right. jumping the play right. here, excuse me. I'm so, I mean, let me give you a guy, though, for the Raiders. His name is Aiden O'Connell. I don't know if you know him. He's this rookie quarterback. If Willie is right that Jimmy G is not great, but I'll say this, Aiden O'Connell's look good in preseason, look really good. But are we underrating Jimmy G? This is a guy who's been to a Super Bowl. The guy knows how to throw. We never give him credit. Maybe Devontae Adams will be better than people think. Josh Jacobs is back. Maybe we're underrating the Raiders. I won't say we. And I don't think Willie. I think Willie is probably um, more in line with us. Tyrone is the guy that's the issue. Right. Willie, Willie would acknowledge the fact that Jimmy G has thrown for 3,800 yards and, and, and over 20 touchdowns twice. Right. In the last four seasons, he got 3,927 touchdowns. Willie would look at a guy throwing 4,000 yards with, 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 with almost 30 touchdowns and say that he's not capable. Willie wouldn't do that. But Tyrone, we can't trust that rascal as far as we can throw. So let me talk about why I think um, Tyrone was wrong about this Dalton defense. It's not just Mac, Max Crosby or Chandler Jones, or even they picked up my Raven, my former Raven, Marks Peters. It's not any of that. This team played well. You got to remember, they were able to kind of win some close games, pull out some games. When it counted, they were able to create turnovers. They were able to get stops. That's the kind of team that could make a little bit of noise. And this offense, I think it's, it's going a little under the radar. I think Mr. Myers was a decent pickup. I know you mentioned the fact about Mayer. I know you talked about Hooper, but, but I don't know if we're giving them enough credit. They even picked up this Trey Tucker, this guy they picked up, I think, the third round shot of Cincinnati. He's got a, some, a little bit of speed, too. So they have some pieces there. They, they picked up um, uh, Tyree Wilson from Texas He's good. Tech. He's good. Yes, sir. They are trying to do a little bit. You know who he remind me of was this joker, 6'6", 275. He remind me of bad things, man. I mean, bad things. Y'all better watch out for these Raiders. They're playing a little bit better than what people are giving them credit for. And let, I think let they're me... taking at least a half a step forward. And everybody hasn't taken a step forward this year, but the Raiders have. But let me say this. A counterpoint. I, listen. A lot of that from uh, Jimmy G stuff was yak yards, okay? And Shanahan is the master of yak, okay? A lot of that were little dumps to Ayuk and Debo. That's what that were. That's what that's what it was. If you look at a lot of Jimmy G stuff, it wasn't stuff going down the field. But it was a little, little lot of some, yak yards. They got some yak. I'm just saying. So I, 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 they listen, got some yakers. Yeah, I mean. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, it was a lot of was was yak yards. I mean, you know, so they but have they went from back. that kind of but but but, but 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 San Francisco is the master of yak, and that's what Jimmy G did. I mean, well, hell, right? What? Shanahan devised Shanahan devised plays to make Jimmy G look better than he probably is. But 
Josh McDaniels is a, you know, look, he, he was Tom Brady's offensive coordinator for how many years? And they are yackers. Yeah. And, and let's argue that Derek Carr did not jive well with Josh McDaniels. That didn't work. Jimmy G started his career where? New England. He knows Josh McDaniels. If this doesn't work here, Josh McDaniels gets fired. I think wow. it's going to work a little bit. I'm telling you. I think so. All right, let's head out to the NFC West. Oh, wait, before I do that, AFC West, who's winning? Willie, who's winning? I'm going with the I'm going with the um, Chargers. Swami, that mm, would see Willie showed up. He put Tyrone. He taped him up. I, I, Doc, I, I think I think right now I'm gonna still give the the edge to the champs, but I really like the Chargers. I will go with the Chiefs because to be the man, you got to beat the man, and the Chargers got to beat the man. All right, let's get to the NFC West. I think there's two teams, and then there's two teams. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's look at the two teams. San Francisco, Brock Purdy, starting quarterback, no doubt whatsoever. You've got McCaffrey. You've got Elijah Mitchell. you got Tyron Davis-Price. you got Jordan Mason. you got Debo Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle. I can name you a bunch of guys. But they have the best play caller in the NFL. They do. They have the best play caller in the NFL. Swami, are the 49ers ready to go back to make a deep run again this year? Yeah, they stayed a team to beat. And it's not it's not just because they – I feel like – because you mentioned, like, the play calling. But I feel like they get the most out of their guys. They put them in the right situation to be successful. It's like what you do well, we're going to try to get you in those situations, right? And then they found this diamond in the rough, this Brock Purdy guy who seems like he's just a baller at quarterback. It looks like he loves to play the game. It looks like he's a student of the game. It looks like he works hard. He makes the right reads. He makes the right plays. You just got to like a story like that, along with everything else that's going on. They still, to me, are one of those teams that um, can actually win it this year. I like the 49ers a lot. Willie, you liking them as much as uh, Swami and I are? Yeah, yeah, I, I like him. I mean, you know, um, I like, uh, I mean, Debo came in the best shape of his life. I mean, he had a lot of pictures with his shirt off. I mean, I wouldn't be sending that to another man, but that's what he did, you know. So, you know, I, you know, hey, you know, that's what that's what people like to do. But, you know, <laughs> that's what you like to do. You like, you like to do that. But anyway, he's in his best shape of his life. You well, know, that's don't and, know, Willie. You know that. <laughs> so, so, but, but I, I, I say this, um, I mean the defense. I mean, I mean they got Hargrave from Philly, balling. The defense already balled, <laughs> number one and everything. So they already had monsters of, of the midway there anyway. So the defense is is top notch. Um, he played. Listen, the 49ers are going to do what they need to do just to to win the game. You know. So the people I'll be interested. I mean McCaffrey. Listen, when they got him, they had more ten. There was third and ten yard runs after he got to. San Francisco, you know, because he, you know, McCaffrey's a baller. You know, the key is you got to keep him healthy, you know, but he's a baller. Debo's a baller. Now, the guy that I like better in the past game this year is is Ayuk. Uh, I like the value of Ayuk. Like, so if we doing DFS season long for people that's drafting, I like Ayuk in the sixth or seventh round. You know, I think that's a better value than what Debo is. Okay, I think Ayuk 
because I think you got a lot of talent and they're saying that he is really showing in camp. So, I mean, I absolutely agree with Swami, man. They, they are they are loaded for bear offensively and defense. Now, that their death might be a little, you know, they can't be getting injuries that can hurt them because you know what's going to happen to Kittle. They got the guy in 2 2. What was the name of two, two, two you or the oh, backup tight end in the third Tyler round? That too, yeah. Yeah, because because you know they did see they, the right I on the wall. They put him on, I think they put him on the IR. Yeah, oh, he's, he's already on the IR. IR. He's gonna miss the first four weeks. Oh wow. He well, had a meniscus it, it, Don't surgery. worry. Well, he's Kittle, Kittle miss the whole season. He's missing the whole season. Oh Lord. Then, then it'd be dwelly then. But Kittle, because the, the key is can Kittle stay healthy? Because the way Kittle plays, he's physical. You know what I mean? So you know, he, he never plays the whole season he will miss you know four or five games in the middle of the year then he'll come back stronger then but for for me i think kittle um season long i i don't like i i i just like to avoid kittle you know i, I he don't he doesn't stay on the field enough for me but debo i'm interested Ayuk, i'm definitely interested in and uh, i don't want purdy I, I don't need him in dfs i you know you can you can skip purdy but definitely, um, you know, uh, McCaffrey is definitely uh, worth the, worth the pick. You know, McCaffrey. So I don't know if you guys read. They talked about scaling McCaffrey back just a little bit this year to keep him healthier. So instead of getting maybe twenty two touches a game, maybe he's getting eighteen touches a game. Doc, his twenty two is better than everybody else. <laughs> you you ain't here. This is better than anybody. Listen. You can say what you want to say about McCaffrey. He's a baller, man. If he's healthy, oh, he's the dude, big time the dude, big time he's, he's, a, he's a baller. Uh, you know, you ball. just got the people like Larry, look, look like Larry Bird would say, listen, sir, I'm about to bust your ass on this three. I'm about to hit this winning shot right here, and ain't nothing you can do about it. And guess what? He'll bust your ass, and you ain't nothing. And if you put and if you put a white guy on him, he will be disrespectful. Oh hell no! Are you putting a white guy on me? Oh, you 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 are disrespecting me. I'm going I'm gonna torture him for forty and thirty five. You know that's what Bird doing. You know. I used to love watching those YouTube reels where the guys would talk about Larry Bird, and Larry Bird would tell them the shot he was going to do, and then do it every time. Unreal, unreal. All right, let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks, guys, because I like the Seahawks a lot this year. Geno Smith, very underrated. People didn't appreciate him. He was pretty darn good. Probably won people a lot of money in DFS a couple of weeks, especially that game against Detroit. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, the Jigba's there. Zach Charbonnet is there. Kenneth Walker, a pretty good defense. Swami, I could make an argument that this could be, do you know how we like the Chargers? Maybe we should be liking the Seahawks that same type of way. I like the Seahawks a lot. One player that you didn't mention, and I'm sure you track that that uh, that uh, corner they got in the first round that they all West for. He is physical, physical, and I love a corner like that. Was we know, he is the kind of guy that can come in and set a tone, create plays. Sometimes what I felt like the Seahawks needed was just a spark in special teams or a spark sometimes on the defense that helped him out. Because I think Geno played better than what anybody expected last year, and he really started to get something going with Lockett and Metcalf. Now they're looking at bringing in this Jackson Smith. 
they looking at, um, you know, get maybe getting Walker for a few more games this year. If they're able to do that, I think the Seahawks can make some noise. You already know what Bobby Wagner and those guys can do on that side of the ball. I think it's just if their offense can kind of sustain, um, you know, just a couple long drives, really kind of set just the defense up um, with, you know, by, by not having them out there too long, I think they could probably win a couple more games this year and make some noise. I agree, Doc. I think I really like what they're doing. Probably better for maybe fantasy purposes than I do for you know a deep playoff run right now. But I think they could develop some momentum, and we could be talking about this team a little different later in the season. They're very similar to me than than the, the Miami in that they only have a few guys right now. I know there's Walker and Charbonnet, but in terms of the receivers, there's three guys. Gino throws to three dudes. All you have to do is pick the right two each week, and you're in business in DFS. Now, maybe I also like Charbonnet a ton. Willie, thoughts on the Seahawks? See, first of all, you know what they do. They they are run like you used to have naughty naughty by nature or whatever you used to call them. They are run by nature team. That's what he wants to do is run and take the guy that going air out the ball. Okay. So for me, they're going to be better. But remember, Gino in the last three or four games struggled a little bit. He didn't, you know, he had that quick start, you know, but at the end, you know, it, it was a little shaky at the end. But he got talent, but I, they might have so much talent. I don't, they're not, they won't be worth their value to me, you know, because I the, 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 this Nigma guy, you know, they got is a baller, okay? He could play. Okay, but then you're going to split it between Walker and this and the, the, the Sabre they got. Let me tell you something. I think by the end of the year, especially if this hamstring rascal Walker gets his hamstring or something, he won't get his job back. This the, the dude could play. Okay, but if they got two guys and they doing like that, their, their their value might you know to me, you know, you know they they might not be worth their 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 weight in in that. They'll be they're a better team. I agree with you. But if they play the way they want to play, remember Seattle wasn't a team that we went to DFS wise because they didn't get enough, they didn't get enough looks. I like those teams like you know Minnesota that gets all the looks, you know, and, you know the ball is front of one way. Shoot, with these three people, he could throw it to any any of these three guys. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they're going to be running the ball a lot, and they're going to try to take the air out that ball. And then you know, so that's that's what you know that's what Pete Carroll is. He's a defensive guy. He wants to take the air out the ball. And if they can win the game um, 20 to to 12 or 12 to 13, they will take it and just move on to the next week. All right, let's take a look at the Rams, guys. Cooper Cup re-injures his hamstring. He has a setback. Matthew Stafford is not connecting with his younger uh, teammates. Cam Akers is about two inches away from getting hurt yet again. Why does it feel to me that the Rams are going – they're like the Titanic. They're not the Cardinal. I mean, I guess the Cardinals are the Lusitania, but the Rams are a Titanic. Both these teams are going to toilet bowl, Swami. I, I, I don't think they're going into the bowl, Doc. I think they've been in it. I think somebody has hit the hit the thing. You've heard the loud whoosh, and then we watched them spiral down. And right now, that's that's somewhere in, the, in one of these sewer septic systems or something, because it's definitely they they didn't make any noise in the draft. It wasn't until this week that I figured out that they, didn't, they haven't had a first-round pick in seven straight drafts. 
I don't know what they're doing. Um, I do like that um, that Byron Young that they were able to grab, but other than that, they didn't make much noise. They did get an offensive line, but you know we don't talk about the big guys enough. But that Warren McClendon, I think he was a good one that they picked up in the fifth round. But other than that, it's not even much to talk about. They didn't make too many moves on the offense. You're just hoping they can stay healthy. You're hoping Cup come around. But what they can doing? I give you one guy, Swami and Willie Van Jefferson? Is there any love for Van Jefferson, whether in seasonal DFS? Anything? I'm- I like Lionel Jefferson better. Um, maybe uh, Jefferson. Uh, uh, I, I'm gonna disagree. Van Jefferson is going to be a late round pick. I like him in both. I think he's going to be. They, they. they I mean, that's the guy for me because, like I said, I, Cup. Listen, let me say this: Cup is a baller. But you know, when you start getting to that age and you start getting those injuries, you know, tap up. I just, I'm, I'm just not grabbing Cup this year. You know, I, no, I'm not Doc, playing. Let me just- let me defend but my Van Jefferson, I like. Let me defend that, Willie. I'm sorry. Okay, Van Jefferson, I like. I think he's interested in a late flyer, and I think, um, I think that um, Higby. I think Higby. You know, who else they got? You know what I mean? I give so you I one name. Higby. Let me give you a name. I'm giving the deepest name ever. Puka Nakua from BYU. Yeah. Duke Ball. You know Puka. And, yeah, and remember, the last five games, Akers ran for the last five, six games, he ran for 512 yards. So right. if he could if, if he if he can stay healthy, but man, come on, man. They now I agree with Swamp. They are due. Akers balled out. But let me defend my point about Jefferson. If Mr. Cup isn't available and healthy, if he's not threatening and taking away the coverage, the rest of these guys are gonna be in trouble. Without him, this entire agrees. That's what I meant by I'm not interested in him if Mr. Cooper isn't out there. If they're not hanging with Mr. Cooper, Doc, the answer. <laughs> Look at you with the Jeffersons hanging. With... Now I have a trivia question because I can't think of this one. Lionel Jefferson, his wife's name. Jenny, right? Jenny, Jenny Willis. Was it? Was it Jenny? It was, was Willis, Jenny. right? Willis was the neighbor. Yeah. He was in love with the neighbor's kid. Was yeah. it Jenny? Yeah. I think it was Jenny. Yep. All right. Man, hanging with Mr. Cooper. That was on for like two seasons. All right. Last one <laughs> here for shows you. like watching. Yeah. <laughs> Those quick, quick, quick in quick. and out. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the – speaking quick in and out, I'm going to talk to the Cardinals. Let me just give you a couple of names. James Conner, Marquise Brown, Michael Wilson. Let's talk about Conner first, guys. Do we like good players on doo-doo teams for either seasonal or DFS, Willie? If like <laughs> like in, in our draft, I got Connors in the tenth round. I love him there. You know what I mean? Tenth, because it be huh? Tenth round? Yes. Oh my God! Yes. What kind of what are you playing in a four-man league? <laughs> no, it's a it's a tempting league. But if you can get him in a, in the eighth round or something like that, I'll take it. I'll trust it. But I, listen, Adam Schefter said it. They tanking. They tanking. So after a certain while, listen, you know, um, I, I don't, tr- man, I, I don't, have, I would be looking at people like Michael Wilson, you know, the, just the young bucks, because, man, they're they going to, they're they going to shut that thing down. And they might say, you know what? We don't want you to come back because they want that. Who's that quarterback's coming out next year? What's, the, what's his name? Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Yeah. yeah. 
So I don't trust the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they traded that defensive guy for a six rounder. You know, I mean, I said, come on, man. You gave you gave somebody away, you know? I don't trust them. Swami, it's DFS week one. All right. Connor probably gets the ball 20 times. Do you want a guy on a bad team like that? Doc, not just no, but hell no. So this whole thing was also Adam Shefflin. He's got oh, – Adam, Sam Adam. I, I don't need nobody to tell me that this team is tanking or, or stink or awful. And guess what? Some teams tank, and I, I don't believe that intentionally tank because when you're a bad team and you're not playing well, I don't care who the guy is. One guy not going to come in and do nothing except for be one more guy coming in to stink with the rest of you. So you're going to need to play some good ball and bring somebody in into a good situation. And so this whole this whole notion of tanking doesn't make any sense to me. But I talk about the good. They did bring in that Paris Johnson. I think he's going to be good, that, that, that tackle they bring in there from State. I think they do have at least some pieces that they like with Brown, Moore, Deutsch, Ertz, right? You also talked about Connor. If they can find a way to play ball, not just tank crack, they can find a way to go out there and compete and try to hold it, hold down until they can get that guy just to compete, Doc. I'm not talking about win. We just need them to compete so they can be viable from a fantasy perspective. But until we see them compete, I don't want any part of it. Doc, I, I tell Willie this all the time. And here's, here's a simple equation. If they're not scoring, what are we talking about? If we don't, this team, if they can't put the ball in the end zone, what are we hoping that he does with those 20 carries? Let me give you Listen. a preview for next week. Let me give you a preview for next week. Play the Washington defense. Yeah. Yeah. How many? <laughs> I, I, so I just want to know. How many necks do you have? Because you said one thing, you said one thing, you can play something, and then you then you said something else. You I was the, talking you're the, you're the ultimate I, side of your neck. I was you, talking you about are. the good. I, we didn't need to all talk about the bad and the ugly, so I tried to take that uh, side. Listen, Michael Wilson, I'm done. I, night, 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 night. I like night. Michael Wilson. All right, Willie, who's winning the NFC West? Oh, Niners. Swami? Niners by about four games. <laughs> I'll take the Seattle Seahawks. Ouch. Okay. okay. Just for the hell of it. All right. Next week, we are back with DFS. Oh, I'm excited. Willie's excited. I see it in his face. He's counting his yes. money already. Yes. It's going to be a big year for Swami, myself, and you. We're going to make some money. Oh. I mean, the the check, the people in, on Friday Night Lights, you're going to make some money next week. I guarantee we got some stuff for you. Come back. This is where it counts. This is where the money come in. You know, we're going to do like this because we want to make some of this money right here, baby. This is the time. This is the time. <laughs> this is money time. This is what we like. Baseball can kiss my ass, okay? Football time, Tell baby. us how you really feel, Willie. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For Doc, William Swami, be well and take care. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care. All right, sorry we.